0: Hello and welcome back to Black Catch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for the seventh, yeah, seventh episode of Mindhunter, uh, the first series or season, I should say. Uh, this episode was written by the teleplay Joe Penhall and Jennifer Haley, story by Joe Penhall and the uh, director is Andrew Douglas. I got confused because he's on episode eight as well <laughs> so i was like okay make sure i'm on the right information this was a good episode um but still rather middling but a, a lot more entertaining than the last few uh that i've had so i gave it an 8.2 out of 10. uh let's start with Brutos because i think he was the the main attraction or the main event so to speak he is the prisoner who killed four women in Salem Oregon I believe Oregon it's weird that I actually am confused on how to say that word now Oregon <laughs> I live in the United States uh, but they go to the state penitentiary he's very chatty with a Tony which is the guard they're always chatty with the guards uh and he is not quite like Kemper he has his size a little bit but not not quite like Kemper he's not open about his crimes he's even standoffish just a bit you know he doesn't sit uh you know facing them he's got his back towards them he kind of wonders because he loves messing with with Ford Holden Who just has that look on his face of i'm slightly terrified but i want to know more (laughs) Uh, he wants pizza and a whole bunch of other things for his cooperation but eventually lets him know i'm just kidding and that this is really their only chance at you know breaking the monotony that's going on they begin to talk to him about the women he killed. He's in denial about killing these women. Says that he let the one girl go. She did come over his house. She did agree to pose for him for some photos. But he was out of film and thus he did not do it. Um, this is not what they quite expected. They take the interview back to Carr who says look you gotta get him to open up. And I can understand with the questionnaire that she gave. Like she made a point. This needs to be standardized. But at the same time. How do you standardize something. When you're dealing with completely different people. And getting them to open up. Like I, I really saw what Tench was trying to, to advise. And I think they had a little bit of a conflict of morals. So to speak. Especially when the sexual aspect of what uh, his predilection could be and the idea that he might uh, be a crossdresser, But it's not about the cross-dressing, even though his mom did want him to be a girl. Uh, it was more about the shoes that he found himself fascinated by. His mother had a very visceral reaction to that, taking him out in the back and putting kerosene on them like jesus christ i think uh take those off would have done done well i know your little boy running around in your heels might freak you out a little bit back then but <laughs> that reaction but he also mentions this is like around when he was five years old that his he stole his teacher's shoes as well and she didn't have that reaction and thus that caused conflict Uh, and then we don't know how they were explaining uh mentioning the great hack for or Freud. But that some of his research was relevant as far as we don't know when our sexual preferences begin to to form. Um so they go back and talk to him again, and they get a little bit more, that's when they got the, the, the information about the mom. Uh, but this time reconvening because they also give him the the heels and that was the the big lol moment of the episode as he just abruptly got up in the middle of talking and touching the heels and went over in the corner and just started jerking it. Tinch is bothered by the fact that ford is very calm cool and collected about all this (laughs) it's not getting under his skin he even mentioned his wife's name and it bothered him because he's like you should have brought me some of your wife's shoes fuck you fuck you (laughs) but it didn't seem to bother him and i think that's part of what maybe Carr doesn't understand because i got her points too You know, being a a cross-dresser doesn't mean you're going to be inclined to, you know, psychological uh, trauma or the fact that you're somehow not okay in society. But at the same time, what he's trying to explain is that when you're in here in the cage with them, you need to be able to get them to open up. And that does require uh, what you might consider as bantering or belittling or whatever the case may be uh they played this same game you know he lied about Kemper because they said Kemper had no uh information or no contact with this prisoner and he had lied and said that he had contacted them and then they did the same thing back by saying yeah I called your wife and uh he got real pissed when he thought that he really did call his wife and he went to leave and that's when holden brought out the prize with the reward which was the shoes which he picked up put on hold when he went shopping with debbie who is the most uninteresting person ever their whole relationship is just uninteresting he's all like Gushing to her at the table—that would be too much for me, to be quite frank. uh <laughs> He, he overshares just a little too. Like it's sweet, it's, it's so sweet, but it could get like over that. Mm. No one wants a poodle unless it's an actual poodle. But maybe some women does do like that, but i feel like she likes that she has uh opened him up and later on it finally affects their relationship (laughs) because all episode tension's upset that holden is not bothered by any of this he even opened up about a personal story when his mom caught him jerking it off in the bathroom which seems like a rather and then i remember it's the 70s (laughs) my times have changed But yeah it's like that's very minute detail of my life and I'm pretty sure many people can share and that got him to open up about his mom so it's not bothersome. But later on when he sees the shoes that she has on uh he can't get an erection because he's absolutely (laughs) bothered. And this pisses her off which I thought was very unempathetic which is why I just mm, um (laughs) i really want to like debbie i just don't find her interesting uh the conversation that Tinch had with his wife nancy was more interesting i felt bad for her uh because he's working weekends but he's also got to work nine to five monday through friday there's more expenses because now we need some medical care because their son brian is people uh at school and it's a private school and oh my he might have to go to public school but he he's under the the wire but he's also like every man from that time period therapy oh no therapy is just emasculating (laughs) and thus he did he tells her during dinner inquire about a psychologist that's closer instead of the hippie that she was trying to music uh music therapy was trying to do for him but at the same time i'm i'm totally with her like what the fuck (laughs) you hoped it didn't get to this point she's so understanding and then later on uh i mean he does apologize for a lot of his behavior he is a man (laughs) after all they get back home he's just like i'm exhausted i want to get into this right now what men always say when they they don't have the answer and they're feeling helpless just know that uh (laughs) he gets they get back home and the babysitter found one of the crime scene photos under brian's bed brian saw it as well and now all of a sudden she can't work there anymore she's getting a a a job at the mall (laughs) she's had enough and i feel as if that was the one person auntie had to give her a break and now that's gone and her husband's gone he's only there on the weekends so it's uh it's it feels lonely for her but i'm also like i'm trying to i'm trying to get into her mindset but i just don't have that mindset they ain't never been my life. I mean I was I was uh and the funny thing was is after I had my daughter my ex also wanted me to stay home and I'm like the fuck I'm staying home (laughs) that girl about to go in somebody's daycare uh -uh. that's not happening (laughs) I need to work I need human interaction this is not okay he does say that he is sorry you know that was his fault because she said we should do better he's like no i should do better i bring work home and i'm fbi i'm an fbi agent he doesn't discuss what he does with his wife and they always say that just let me know what you're and i need to know it's just mainly you want to share something that you you don't but then he shows her the photos it's like you really don't want to know all this shit. you say you're a big girl but <laughs> goes against me to want to show you things of mutilated bodies and that's fair but he also says maybe it's me he's because she's like you need to spend time with your child not just stand up and be there and then they and that's also a big 60s 70s dad thing especially with their sons and we still have that issue continuing on because it's generational where it's like no no i'm not gonna play with you i'm just gonna be there i'm not gonna try to find some common ground i'm just gonna expect you to hug me when i leave your affection is a given instead of something to be earned and he 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 says i think i'm on fumes and he does admit that the next day to car because she's like you need to go see a psychologist and he's like why is everyone keep mentioning therapy don't you know i'm a man you don't do that but at the same time it is making him irritable he snaps at at Holden but he snaps at Holden because Holden is so oblivious he is uh and he even said that to him in the car either if this is not getting under your skin either you don't realize it yet or uh you're weirder than I thought you're crazier than I thought <laughs> mentally unhinged than I thought so uh yeah while he's looking at the photo though of the case that they were working on i believe don't quote me on where they were working on this case but uh he says yeah I, i'm looking at this and he calls the detective and he tells him about the knot i remember where this case is from are we still talking about the one from altoona or are we talking about a different one i don't know but yeah he uh leaves a message for a captain and that pretty much uh talks about the boys this episode let's talk about car she is uh adjusting to to her move she very much is listening and providing uh details and and what went wrong what we can use what we could not use she's the one that says no you can even get something from them if they're not talking she should she suggests getting personal with them and then she realizes a little bit later you know maybe actually you had a point there that of course this is gonna affect you as well and because she's not there that's something that she doesn't quite have to grasp with uh and she spends the rest of the episode feeding the cat (laughs) that's pretty much (laughs) she's lonely i want to feed a cat uh and that's the episode so as i say, it not a lot went on but i thought the the interview with jerry brutus was was pretty fascinating if you want to send feedback for our next episode blackercouch at gmail.com you can leave a comment below on this podcast but social media will be there as well remember to like share and subscribe until next time Peace, hair grease, black like magic.